your unconscious biases can result in discriminatory behaviors without you even knowing. Yes, despite your best intentions, you might be harboring discriminatory behaviors, but not just that. Your unconscious biases might even be leading you to self-sabotaging behaviors. Learn how to deal with such unconscious biases and beliefs in today's episode. Hello everyone, this is Salik and welcome to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a bite-sized weekly podcast focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. By the way, if I sound a bit hoarse, in case you're wondering about that, it's because I have a bit of a cold, so now you know. Anyway, so in last week's episode, I talked about the concept of cognitive biases and how they can result in unconscious discriminatory beliefs without you even knowing. But it's not just discriminatory beliefs that you need to worry about because your unconscious cognitive biases can also give rise to beliefs and behaviors that ultimately are bad for you. Things like self-sabotaging behaviors, I'm sure you agree that that is not good for you. You know how some people tend to sabotage themselves a lot? That's by and large a result of their unconscious biases, their cognitive biases. So you now know a bit, at least, about how our unconscious biases and beliefs can affect us and how they can result in forms of discrimination as well as harmful beliefs without you even being aware of it. If you want a bit more background and you haven't listened to the episode last week, I recommend listening to that. Now, if you know about unconscious biases, you might be wondering how do you avoid or counteract such biases? How can you deal with beliefs that you are not even aware of? Beliefs that are unconscious and by and large invisible. Is there any way to override such cognitive biases? I'm here to tell you there is. And that's what today's talk is all about. In fact, I have for you eight tips to help you deal with your cognitive biases. I'm going to list them out first and then expand on them. So here are the tips for you. Number one, examine your own beliefs. Number two, don't be influenced by groupthink. Number three, become aware of your moral dialect. Number four, analyze your depth of understanding about things. Number five, journal your thoughts. Number six, Watch out for anything that makes you feel defensive. Number seven, avoid stereotyping as much as possible. And number eight, practice listening without judging. So I'm going to expand on them now. Number one, examine your beliefs. You can examine your beliefs by asking yourself questions. Like that question I asked earlier about imagining a drug user in the last episode. If a black or colored person is what came to mind, then it will be useful to dig deep a bit and find out why you have that bias. In case you don't remember the question from last week, 
it was based on a research where people were asked to picture a stereotypical drug user and then they were asked who came to their mind and a huge proportion of the survey takers actually answered that it was a black person that came to their mind even though the statistics the actual facts are vastly different but anyway so if i asked you today to think about a stereotypical drug user and you thought of a black or colored person then this is a sign that you need to dig deep and find out why you have that bias and it's not and that's just an ex example of course there are loads of different biases we have and you can only uncover them by asking yourself these questions that self-examination and evaluation helps you develop awareness which is key to overcoming your unconscious cognitive biases now let's look at the second point don't be influenced by groupthink if you listened to my talk about groupthink then you have a fairly good idea of how dangerous it can be so explore if what you believe is really what you believe or rather a result of the influence of those around you groupthink is powerful and it is easy to get swayed by ideas just because those around us believe it the power of a crowd is really powerful and there's a reason why a lot of people get swept up by the emotions of the people around them so it is important to remember that so examine what you're thinking and whether it is actually what your own thoughts are or rather what you're being influenced to think because of a group now number three become aware of your moral dialect I don't quite remember where I read about this but the idea of a moral dialect is that each of us has one and a moral dialect is basically a way of thinking when it comes to defining what is moral and what is not is basically about defining what is moral for you so often two people might be talking about the very same thing but because of their different moral dialects there will be confusion or even conflict concepts like discrimination freedom etc might not mean exactly the same thing to the person next to you for instance so it's a matter of semantics and as such because of that difference in semantics it is good to listen to your own moral dialect so that you become aware of what different concepts actually mean to you this awareness of your own moral dialect of how different things mean different things to different people this awareness can help you avoid unconscious biases by pointing out misunderstandings this is because misunderstandings often result from a difference of semantics rather than worldviews so you might be thinking of exactly the same thing as the person next to you as the person that you're talking to but because of the different understanding or definition you have of the 
same concept, you might be arguing over it, and that's futile. So it's important to develop that awareness of your moral dialect, and this awareness can also help you better understand others, which is useful for developing empathy and communication, which in turn also cuts down on instances of bias. So, become aware of your moral dialect. Now, number four, analyze your depth of understanding about things. Research has found that people generally tend to overestimate how much they know about something. This was demonstrated in a 2013 study published in Psychological Science Journal, which found that people expressed very strong opinions about policies even though they might not actually understand the policy much, if at all. People pass comments on things without actually even understanding and knowing about it. And this is one of the key attributes of extreme thinking, this illusion of understanding. So it's important that you do not fall into that trap. Analyze your understanding of things. Don't just jump to conclusions. Now, number five, journal your thoughts. Journaling your thoughts can be a very useful thing to do as they can help you become aware of things that you might not realize, including your biases. When you're writing down your thoughts, you will stand a good chance of uncovering things that you're thinking without you actually even knowing. But when it comes to journal, it is important that you are completely honest with yourself. Otherwise, it won't be very effective. If you're not being honest with yourself, you won't stand a very good chance of actually uncovering your biases. So be honest about it and journal your thoughts. Now, number six, watch out for anything that makes you feel defensive. Often those are indicators of biases. Difficult and challenging questions are useful See, when you get asked difficult and challenging questions, it's not something to take offense over. It's a useful exercise, as they can point out potential unconscious biases that you might be harboring. Because if a question or topic challenges you or upsets you, or makes you feel defensive, then it's very likely that you have strong beliefs attached to it often without you being consciously aware of them. Example of this include instances where people stress on how they have a black or an Asian friend to validate how they are not racist, as if having a friend or acquaintance of a different skin color is all it takes to negate any sort of discriminatory beliefs. I don't know if you have come across people like that, but I have, and it's, it's actually going to be quite hilarious. But anyway, so the next time you feel defensive when someone talks about something, especially when it involves some form of discriminatory behavior, make a note of it and examine why that got you agitated and defensive. Often those are indicators of beliefs you might not even be aware of. Examine your reactions. They can be great indicators of cognitive biases. Now, number seven, avoid stereotyping as much as possible. So, when it comes to stereotyping, most people fall into this trap. 
you know, but realize that not all Asians are good at math and not all black people are athletic. It's really simple. No two people are exactly the same. We are all unique in our own ways. So don't fall into the trap of stereotyping. Now, number eight, practice listening without judging. Being judgmental of someone's views are often signs that there are biases, even conscious ones. This also includes listening to people whose views might not be the same as yours. Listening without judging is not the same as agreeing or blindly accepting what the other person is saying. Rather, it's about realizing that the other person might know something that you don't. And also that you stand to become more aware and learn more when you actually listen without judging. Realize that no one knows everything. You don't, I don't, no one does. Even the greatest genius of, like, of uh, not only just our time, forever, in the history of this planet, even they never knew everything. There's always more to know. So that the person you're talking to might actually know something that you don't. And you can only understand that by listening to them without judging. And like I said, if it is a point of view that you don't necessarily agree with, it is still okay to listen without judging because listening, like I mentioned earlier, is not the same as agreeing or blindly accepting what the other person is saying. Not everything you hear that you don't agree with needs to be argued or counted. And also, listening without judging will help you become aware of any cognitive biases that you might have about different things. Remember what I said earlier in the first point about examining your own beliefs? This can help you do that, listening without judging. So to summarize, here are the eight points again. The eight points that can help you, the eight tips that can help you deal with your cognitive biases. Number one, examine your own beliefs. Number two, don't be influenced by groupthink. Number three, become aware of your moral dialect. Number four, analyze your depth of understanding. Number five, journal your thoughts. Number six, watch out for anything that makes you feel defensive. Number seven, avoid stereotyping as much as possible. And number eight, practice listening without judging. Don't worry, by the way, if you forget about these tips. I will include this list in the show notes, so you can check them on my blog if you need a refresher. Now a word about discriminatory beliefs. I have always believed meritocracy to be a better ideology than those based around believing one race or gender or religion, for that matter, to be better than the others. Your own capabilities and abilities at the end of the day matter far more than the color of your skin and so on. If it didn't, and if the racial stereotypes were indeed true, then only black people would be good at basketball, and only Asians would be good at math. Right? But that is not true. That is not the case. Your abilities are much more dependent on your internal factors than your external ones. And this is also the reason why mindset is so important. Any sort of behavior or action that promotes inequality of any form should be avoided. 
Being fair is important. Everyone expects that. That's like the minimum standard of behavior everyone is entitled to. I'm sure you will agree. I'll actually go further and say that being treated fairly is a universal human right. It's common decency, common sense even. On that note, inequality should never be normalized. At the end of the day, challenging your assumptions and beliefs is important to think better, as what we believe is often a result of what society, media, all the people around us has programmed us to believe. It's not necessarily something that we consciously choose, but rather something that we absorb from the media, the society, or the people from around us. And that's not necessarily a good thing for you. Most of the beliefs we have, unfortunately, are not ones we consciously selected, but rather are beliefs we unconsciously adopted. Mainly because that seemed like the standard, the normal thing to do. But only because something seems normal, or is what your friends or family believe in does not make it automatically the right thing to believe. Just because most people in the past believed witches were inherently bad, for instance, did not make that the right belief, and certainly did not make it right basically what they did. They burned witches. That was a horrible thing to do. The same goes for what the Nazis did to millions of Jewish people, and the Crusaders did to millions of Muslims, or what the colonialists did to millions of black people. The slavery thing. Common is not the same as good. So you might have been brought up in a household where you were taught to believe in something, something based on your parents' customs or religious beliefs, but you find those beliefs questionable. If you do, that's a sign that you need to question them. Question your assumptions. Question your beliefs. Accept what makes sense and shed those that lead to more bad than good. At the end of the day, what good is adopting an assumption or belief if it leads to more bad than good? Thousands of people around the world still have racist and sexist beliefs. Not because that's what they consciously chose to believe, but mainly because that is what they learned to be the right thing. You have access to this incredible supercomputer in your head. Make use of it. Think for yourself. Assess for yourself if your beliefs and assumptions are indeed valid, especially when it leads to questionable actions like discrimination or self-sabotaging behaviors. So challenge your beliefs and assumptions. That is a key part of growth, and it will be a key part of adopting a growth-focused mindset. That, by the way, is one of the main reasons behind doing this podcast for me to reach people like you, people who are progressive in their thoughts and want to make a positive impact in this world. And I'm really glad to have you here. But that's it for today. If you have any questions, post them using the comments section of my website. You can also find more details, including the show notes on the website. As always, thank you for listening and I'll catch you again next Monday.